Radiating from the Lone Star State and stretching from coast to coast and border to border, this is On Radio, the weekly download from your family of companies, CMS Wireless, Entertech, ET Tower, Legacy, and Mountain Wireless. Welcome to On Radio. Good morning and hello again on Tiffany Family. Jim Tracy back with you for another On Radio podcast. Frankly, folks, I remain to be stunned by the incredible guests that we have had on this show so far. We've gone from military generals to our own tower climbers and now even our incredible support staff. We always enjoy hearing from you and your families about how much they enjoy what we're talking about. But if you have feedback on a topic or if you like us to hit something different or something that we really ought to talk about, just shoot out an email to onradio at ontivity.com and I will get right back with you. So no company's perfect. Every company has cracks that need to be filled, those little areas that need to be tended, maybe touched up and put together so we can cut costs somewhere or just kind of keep track of everything to keep it running smoothly. The folks that we are talking to today, their job is to fill a ton of cracks. And in many ways, they're what make our family of companies the clear leaders in our industry. These folks are the logistics end. They help run the business, keep it rolling, and truly nothing happens without their efforts. These fellows run warehouses and they act as the supply officers for their respective locations. Josh and David, welcome to On Radio. Thanks for having us, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Well, thank you, gents, for taking some time to kick around things with us. David, tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you got started working for our partner CMS as the warehouse guy. Well, simple story. I'm originally from Bell, Florida. I joined the Air Force in 2006, you know, traveled around the world doing logistics, which is warehouse stuff, airfield loading, unloading, passenger movement, stuff like that. I ended up getting stationed in Arkansas where I met my wife. So after the 15 years, I recently decided to separate and, you know, needed a job. So I started looking, I ended up coming across a, an Indeed ad for this job. I was like, well, you know, I got a wife and seven kids to support, you know, put in my application. And a couple of days later, I ended up getting a, a message from a Dell Shipman for an interview. And a couple of days I showed up and then, you know, if anybody's had the opportunity to sit for a couple of minutes with Dale was not a boring interview by no means. Really great guy, was really enthusiastic, solid businessman. You know, he told me the ins and outs very upfront. And instantly I was I was hooked. Uh, showed me around and I was like, well, this isn't a normal warehouse. So got me more intrigued and kind of wanted to dig in. He uh, asked if I was interested in a job at the North Little Rock branch and I accepted. I've been here about three months or so, and I've enjoyed every bit of it. Right on. Well, we would like to thank you for your service, man. You do so much for the CMS crews, keeping them rolling. Josh, what about you? Now, we've we've obviously spent some time together at Montana and Christmas parties, and but not only are you a shop guy, but you help our media team with the uh, drone footage, and you're also kind of past, former, future tower guy. What's going on, and how's it going in Montana? Well, I'd say it's going pretty well out here. 
like you said, I get to do some drone stuff on top of being the warehouse guy, which is one of my favorite things to get out and do. And then also, like you mentioned, getting out and working on towers, getting a change of pace and helping guys out. So do you get a different perspective about your warehouse job, Josh, when you're working on a tower? I mean, you know, you're out there and you can say, hey, that Josh guy didn't pack the fill in the blank. And uh, do you get mad at yourself? Well, every once in a while, something like that happens. But I think having that field experience before becoming the warehouse guy gave me a huge advantage. Okay, Josh, you know, uh, I've heard that you're training your replacement over there in Montana. Tell us about how that's going. Well, Jim, I think I'm learning while I'm training my replacement. It's just kind of realizing all the different kind of areas and things that I actually I just stored up here, now having to try and write them down and create a plan for someone else so they can learn all the things that I've kind of acquired over a long period of time. But it's going really well. I'm really enjoying teaching someone my job. That's really awesome. You know, one of the things that is really important is that we all have that hit by a bus plan so that the person who's behind us can just roll in and, you know, take care of everything. So the job of a shop or warehouse guy might look different depending upon the actual needs of each shop. You know, uh, in Phoenix, you're going to get scorpions. In Montana, you're going to get mountains. David, can you break down a typical week for a warehouse guy in Little Rock, Arkansas? Yeah, sure, Jim. Just like any warehouse, you know, you operate a forklift, you load unload trucks, you know, inventory, do the, the paperwork that's necessary for it, help the crews out, get their stuff ready. The thing that's great about this place is there's no typical week. Uh, telecommunications business is a lot more than I ever imagined it was. I have no experience before coming here and getting to watch the field guys get ready and me unloading all this equipment. I get to learn more and more about it. And, you know, with me and the other guys, we between us all, we have about 50 years of warehouse experience. And every week it seems like something different. So it's kind of hard to say there's a typical week, but the typical stuff is forklift operations, inventory. And, you know, every now and then you get to go on a field trip. I was able to go out to a site on a rooftop and, you know, of course they gave me a babysitter because a warehouse guy was out there. So I was at a truck, you know, <laughs> had to drop out some batteries, but it's cool. You know, I watched a crane operate, which is freaking awesome. You know, there were taking stuff off a roof and dropping on the ground. I was loading up the stuff, you know, doing warehouse guy stuff, but out in the field. So I kind of felt like one of the teams. Perfect, just another day in the life of a tower guy. So Josh, your day may look a little bit different than David's would. Tell us about a typical week in one of the most remote shops that we have in the country over in Three Forks, Montana. Well, Jim, I don't think there really is a typical week, kind of how David mentioned. We try to stay fluid and ready for any task that comes at us, but Mondays usually hit the ground running at 100 miles an hour, and from there, it's getting crews ready to go out for the week. After that, keeping an organized shop, and everything from sweeping the floor, unloading semi-trucks to, hey, we've got a troubleshoot in Yellowstone National Park on top of a 10,000 foot mountain, and you're gonna go up there and swap some radios for us. 
Nice. So, uh, you know, a lot of people pay to go to Yellowstone, so you should feel blessed for that. But, you know, one of the things that you mentioned really resonates with me because a clean shop, an organized shop is a happy shop. And every time you guys get stuff that's like in the right place and every place for everything and everything in its place, everything always seems to flow smoother when it's organized. Is a clean shop a happy shop? Yes, a clean shop is definitely a happy shop. So the telecom business offers many different opportunities and our shop guys are not the usual. It's not common in the industry because we usually say, hey, go out and fend for yourself. What's the most rewarding part about your job and what you do every day or every week, David? Well, the most rewarding part to me is just like with any you know logistical or support staff is that we contributed to getting the job done. I think with here, it's, you know, it was just like how was it when I was active duty? You know, you had a common task, you had your teams, and you had the ultimate goal. And just knowing that I received these items, I inventoried them, I kept everything together, and then whenever a crew shows up and they need something, and I give them everything that they need, you know, it's, it's rewarding that I help them. But at the same time, when they come back, I'll go out, I'll talk with them, see how the job went, they tell me a little bit about it, and everything went smooth. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, they had a good time. They everybody's back safely everybody had all they needed and you know now you know they're out there doing something amazing by you know opening up the world with uh, the telecommunications tower and uh, it's just it's, it's really rewarding knowing that i helped that right on our guys are always keeping america connected and and josh what about you what do you like most about the job and the role that you play well jim i really enjoy helping people whether it's showing a new guy a part that he's looking for that he didn't know what it was or packing up materials for a crew into the back of their truck with the forklift or just keeping spreadsheets organized so we know when trucks need oil changes it's all helping people and helping us run a little bit more efficiently nice i appreciate that well you and david have both served our country in the armed forces. So thanks Josh and David for your service. Could you tell us a little bit more about how your transition from the military to the telecom industry went or what it looked like? Well, I can't really speak for the field guys, but you know, here at the North Little Rock branch, the transition was actually great. You know, as I interviewed with uh, Dale, you know, he told me it was part of Navy. So right off the bat, there was, you know, a welcoming vibe from it. And then being here at the shop, the things that the military taught me was to adapt and that to accomplish the job efficiently and safely. And I think that's the ultimate goal here. But also at the same time, there's a lot of vets that that work here at this North Little Rock branch. And from what I gathered, talking to the field guys in the telecommunications field altogether. So I think having that common background and a, a goal and a team is really making the transition easier. You know, ultimately it's like a family here. You know, everybody works together, everybody connects. And I think that's what any, you know, prior service member looks forward to, which, you know, 
I would actually recommend the telecommunications environment to them. Awesome, man. We sure appreciate that. You know, uh, what surprises me most is that you, an Air Force guy and a Navy guy, could get along in the same space. But that's a different story for a different day. So, Josh, you know, it's been a while now, two and a half years. So, how's your transition been from military, active duty to telecom? Well, when I was getting out of the Army, I took a course called Airstreams, and it just kind of helps you get prepared for a couple different trade skills industries. And Legacy actually came and did on-site interviews in our classroom one day. I ended up accepting a job offer in the classroom and then later learned that there was a branch in Montana and ripped up that job offer and called Tyson and got a job out here in Montana. And as for the transition as a whole, um, I really jumped straight out of the Army right into working for Legacy. I think there was maybe a two-week time period in between, and it was awesome. I loved, you know, actually getting paid for working overtime. That was That was just a crazy, awesome new thing to me. That is pretty cool. You know, the Army doesn't offer a whole lot of overtime. I know that. And I think you look better in civvies, too. So, But I, I really seriously think that you guys are a shining example of what a great transition from our active duty armed forces into telecom works because we do have those small teams to find objective, compressed timeframes, a little bit of risk, and, and, and all of the team environment that really sets you guys up for success. So I'm so thrilled that we're a great place for veterans to come. And I wanna thank you both for joining us today in the podcast and, and shedding a little light on those guys who were pulling the levers behind the curtains and making things happen, not just in a warehouse, but you're greasing the skids out into the field, out into the office, making sure all the paperwork gets done, making sure all these spreadsheets that get processed because we're dealing with lots and lots of money of other people's equipment. So everyone here at Ontivity thanks you for doing your part as we all try to keep America connected. You guys are proof. You guys are living, walking, talking proof that as a company, we are, in fact, better together. So, until our chat again next Thursday on Tibbity Family, let's all choose safety today. This is Jim, and I am out. Thanks. We hope you like today's on radio. We are the people with local connections who create national solutions. The character of our people is impressive.